the Asian Avengers. So weak. The Asian <laughs> Avengers. So weak. So so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Got wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm Mike Nguyen. And quick shout out to our uh, network, Listening Party, and Canal Street Radio. Uh, check out those guys on Instagram, at Listening Party Presents, and at Canal Street Market. Also, if you are listening on your phones right now on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, whatever, please take a screenshot and post that shit on Instagram and tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod onto your stories and then uh, put a little nice video game gif in there and then uh, we'll retweet it and then we can have a little nice DM back and forth and you can feel famous on Monday morning. So please go do that. Also, um, leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. If you're listening to it on iTunes, which I know most of you are, please leave us a review because we get a lot of DMs saying that we don't have enough famous guests like Jeremy Lin and people don't understand that the operation is just me and Mike. We are the famous guests. We are the famous guests. I have guests. this this week we've got Fumi Abe from <laughs> this podcast. You should interview me and I should interview you on one of the episodes. No, it'll just devolve into a fist fight. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, no Patreon this week because we did that. We read that already. Awesome. Um, oh, mini story of the week. Oh, yeah. I got some shit to say, Mike. Yeah, you do. I got some shit to say. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm ready to argue with you, bro. Hold on. Let me drink some of this Baiju. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I want drunk Mike. <laughs> I want drunk Mike. It's like you know, I want you pointing at me. I want I want uh, you to flip this table want, over like a drunk Asian uncle. Do you know how there's like drunken kung fu? Yeah. There's drunken Mike Nguyen arguing. <laughs> yeah, drunk debating. You're right. This yeah. is open, <laughs> right? Somebody, this is lower than the other one. I did not have a. Sip. I think Simon drank some on the That's way here. Sick. That's awesome. God damn. Well, you, can have, you can have the other one if you want. Well, I don't care. It's room. It's also hot in here. I don't know if the help. I don't know how baiju is supposed to be consumed, but no, we're about not, to find not like out. this. We're about to find out. Here's what happened to me last week. Okay, oh, yes. I went to uh, the knit. The knit. The knitting knit. factory, what, which is a famous it? show. Yeah. It's sorry. It's a famous like the famous bar show. Yep. In New York City, it's every Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Sydney Washington and um, Marie Foster. Marie Foster. Mani shouts. So it's a great show. It's a, so I, I was just going there to support hang out with everybody, right? Yep. It's always a great show. Then the host is doing some crowd work to get the show started. Now, crowd work is when the comedian asks the audience, like, hey, where are you from? Whatever. That's just a technique to get the energy up when the show starts because it's really weird when a comedian just gets up and says hello and then just dives into material about like why the salt shaker is weird, right? Yeah. Nobody want, nobody's ready for jokes. So you open up and then you just try to get to know everybody, right? Try to try to try to get that, the yeah the vibe the energy, going, the vibe yeah, going, yeah, right? Yeah. So there was like a group of Asian kids in the front row, and they came in like a group of eight or nine, and I was watching them before the show started. They were like drinking, having a great time. They looked like pretty cool, pretty cool Asian kids. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. You know, Williamsburg. You know, little tattoos here and there. I oh, think okay. you know, pretty cool, right? <laughs> pretty cool, right? So I was like, oh, that's so nice that Asian people are coming to comedy shows because that used to not be a thing. That's so cool that they're here, right? Yep representation from the audience side as well sure. right then the cra- the host is doing some crab work and then uh the vi- it's, it's going great everybody's laughing and then she goes to the asian crew and she doesn't even make an asian joke really she just says hey guys like where are you from and they fucking close up their buttholes tighten up mm. and they don't say anything yeah yeah, don't say yeah. anything and it gets like it's kind of awkward yeah yeah and she keeps she asks them a few more questions and then one girl just like mumbles california yeah and then i was in the back with brian park another comedian and we're just like, dude, these guys are like kind of killing the vibe right oh now no. because they're not like participating, you know? Yeah. And we've talked about this a bunch of times. I, I know that Asian people get picked on at comedy shows, but at the same time, I was like, 
dude, like, we're here. Like, everybody's answering questions. You know, it's not like they were the first ones. She's doing this to everybody. Where are you from? Oh, you're from Germany? Cool. Blah, blah, blah. World War II. What, I don't know what I mean. Like, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. do some simple comedy shit, right? And then they get to the Asian crew and they don't say anything. And I was like, dude, this is like, for me at the time, I was like, this is a little embarrassing. It's a little embarrassing that they're, they're killing the vibe. And mm. I felt that they were like, they were reinforcing stereotypes. And in a weird way, I'm like, man, this is why like people just think Asian people are like shy and like not cool all the time because this shit, you know, like yeah. I understand that it's a little scary, but hey man, it's 2019, the Asian wave is here. Fucking be bold, you know. Mm, don't don't be scared, mm, see, you know. Yeah, you told me the story before, and I I have to I have to disagree with you, man. Yeah. I feel that. Yes. The, tell me. Uh, tell me. That, you know, yes, I, yes, I don't yes, know what yes, it yes. is. I have I have plus five cha- charisma when talking to Asian people. Okay. Okay. I'm especially charismatic with Asian people because I feel I understand. You're talking about in comedy or in life? In life. Okay. And in comedy. Okay. Okay. When I see Asian people, in in general, watch. I'm gonna look out the window. Yeah, there's there are none right funny now. Funny enough, there's no Asian people right now. <laughs> Even though we're in Canal Street Market, there's a there's white a, girl with glasses. White woman. <laughs> uh, there's uh, some uh, Latino people. Yeah, there's shouts. Okay. Anyways, if I see some Asian people one day, <laughs> wait till you see. <laughs> wait till I see an Asian person, and then it's gonna I'm gonna go off. No, but tell no, me but tell, tell me the argument that you. I had think before. the thing is that is that you know there's there's a way that you have to understand always, you know you're a. You know, essentially when you're a comedian, you're like yeah. a marketer, yeah. right? You're yeah. marketing your jokes about salt shakers or whatever yeah. it is, and you're right. marketing yourself. Yeah. You have to understand the audience, man. You have to understand that Asian people, we go to a show, you don't talk at a show. Mm-hmm. You, you, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're an Asian mm-hmm. person. You're seven years old. Yeah. You're at your fifth piano recital that week. Yeah. Are you talking at that shit? Hell no. Hell no. And if you do, that oh, oh, your aunt's gonna get <laughs> mad at you. Don't do it. <laughs> Fast forward, twelfth grade. Right. Okay. Yeah. You're at graduation. Okay. You're valedictorian, of course. Yeah. Are you talking there? No. Well, unless you're giving a speech. You might even talk talk then. You only talk. <laughs> yeah. Even the no. speech is just. just you just play, not, you're not talking. You're not talking. You go to the thing. Right. You go. You go to a music show. A lot of yeah. shows. Most shows. Yeah. Most shows you don't, you don't really talk. talk. Shows. You don't you talk at shows. You don't go to a music show. Yeah. Uh, I have this. I have this uh thing with um. You ever go to uh, the symphony? Yeah, yeah. Um, I have. You know, you, you're not talking to. <laughs> you're not talking to the symphony. You're not. You're not like play Tchaikovsky. Right, right, like right, you're right, not right, saying right, any right. of that shit. Right, right, right. Because you're just listening. Yeah. So when you're at a comedy show, you're you're an Asian person. You're right. getting off your your shift at KPMG. Yep. Are they still around? I think so. They're still, still around. Yeah. So you're shouts like, oh, shouts man, to the big four. I'm out. I'm done. You yeah. know, I got. Yeah. I hit the gym. Yep. Went to Crunch. Yep. Awesome. Worked yep. on the pecs. Yeah, Boom. You look great. Boom. So hot. Boom. Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Tell me more. Got my shirt on for bonobos. Put it back on. Boom. <laughs> got it on. Ready. Okay. I got my cool water. I got my cool water on. Oh my God. I don't know. Anyway. So then <laughs> after that, you go to the show. You're doing, yeah. a, you're doing a shot. Yeah. You, yeah. And, you and your boy. Yeah. You and boy Kev. Yeah. Oh shit. Jennifer's there too. Yeah. Mm. Ooh. What I'm impressed. Damn girl. Oh, she's looking, looking good. good. So good, dude. Sup. She's been working out. Oh shit. It's the summertime. I saw you at Crunch earlier. Hashtag beach talk. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Everything's great. Okay. You go to the show. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to sit in the front row. Oh, yeah. Represent. 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 Yes. Ah, fucking love comedy. Yes, yes, Yo, yes, Bill yes, Burr. You yeah. know Bill Burr? Yeah. I love Bill Burr. Oh, yeah, Bill Burr. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I listened to him while I was working on my chest earlier. Yeah, yeah, Boom. yeah, yeah. Love comedy. Sit down. Yeah. Sit down, have some drinks. Oh, there's a laugh and feel fun. Yeah. Oh, someone's talking to me. Yeah. What do I do? Flashback. Flashback. Ratatouille flashback. Flashback, flashback to the to the piano. Piano recital. Better shut the fuck up. Dude, that's actually a very good explanation. Gina, when I went to go to see the sim- went to the symphony once yeah. because I wanted to be nice to her, and I was sitting there, and we had 
and we you know we did it we did it you know young people style i had two martinis before i went okay at the bar that's fine and i was sitting there and um and first of all, and maybe you can, maybe she always gets mad at me, but I'm like, what's the point of going to the symphony? Because you can just listen to it on the CD mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's just as good. Yeah. So I'm surprised that the symphony, they don't just have a CD player out. <laughs> just in the middle of the state. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I feel for me, it's like the best the symphony can do is like, oh, no one made a mistake. Great. Right, right, <laughs> like, right, 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 right. And, but like, you know, Gina, uh, and like, I fell asleep straight up. I was yeah. like, yo, I'm bored. I feel um, you. I feel you. You know, but for her, she's like, yo, pay attention. Listen to like what's happening. You know, she explained that, like, you know, every symphony plays it different. The conductor can, like, do all these different things. Yep, yep. Everyone has a different style. But you pay attention because you have to appreciate the art form. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you do, guess what? You really, uh, you really kind of, like, grow as a listener. Ah. You go, oh, that was really cool how the conductor did that thing with the flute. I have no yeah. idea how yeah. this works. So Ooh, that's, so you're saying. So that's why. I'm that's, so you're saying the, the Asian okay, audience members. The yeah, audience. Sorry. Asian. Uh, <laughs> The Asian audience members, they were treating it like a. Symphony. They were, they were like, okay, let me see. focus. I always fall asleep on mm. comedy shows, but not tonight. Maestro, let me see what you got, Maestro. Mm, and I'm then full and attention, Maestro. Right, and she, he, he thought that the Maestro was going to read the sheet music, but she went off script and said, "How are you? Where How are, are you, you from? You'll be so confused if the Maestro stopped. You're like, is this was part like, of the, is this part of the thing? Oh, is yeah. this some sort of weird new agey kind of like performance? No, I like that because it's not that Asian people are shy. It's just the way that maybe a lot of us grew up consuming art. Yeah. You mm. got, you know, it's a, that's why when I talk to an Asian person, you, you have to kind of, they're a little skittish. Like they a are, pony. they're so like skittish. Pony, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a rare Pokemon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one okay. Of those, one of those legendary birds, dude. It's okay, uh, Snorlax. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's okay to, it's okay to, uh, it's okay to talk. Yeah. You know, just like, just, just get up a couple times, you know, it's all good. Just yeah. like, hey man, where you from, man? Oh, you yeah, know, it's all, hey, is this your girl here? Mm. So oh, they, they needed thing? that padding. Hey, man, you, you go to Crunch Fitness? Yeah. It's like, oh, I do go to Crunch Fitness. Boom. Yeah, that you, connection. You, you got the connection. You got to get, you got to work at it. Yeah. You got to get in that's there, talk to the right, you, you know, you talk, you, you know, that's why you talk to an urban, urban crowd a little differently. Talk to an uh, old, you know, retiree white crowd a yeah. little differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. you don't go out there and you'd be like, yo, you fucking, you know, yeah, like yeah, you go yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. how's your shuffleboard? Much. How's your shuffleboard? Yeah. <laughs> Is it good? And then you go in with the how you fucking. Yeah, after yeah. Once just you, go you need trust. a few more words before the hey. Where you just you from? gotta, you just gotta, you know, you just gotta like let them in. You know, like they want to talk. Yeah. They're just not sure if they should. Boom. There you go. See that? Hey, and that's how we do it here at Asian Not Asian. Asian Podcast. Not Asian. We solve problems one by one. <laughs> okay. Wow. But you well, should talk. Yes, Asian people. If you're at the show, hey, have a, have hey. a good time. If somebody's talking to you, it's okay. Yeah. You can. Lie. It's okay. Talk back. Relax. It's all good. Do you sweat a lot when you sleep? I do. I guess like, like especially now it's fucking hot as shit. I know you're like a hot sleeper. I'm a hot sleeper. Damn. I don't like it. I, try, I have my air conditioning on and everything. And, and you still sweat? Sometimes, yeah, because it's just it's just I'm just a sweaty dude. Damn. And then sometimes Gina, we have double damps. We got two damps. Oh, she's also a hot sleeper. Side. She's not as as hot as me, but she is. She's a different kind of sleeper. She's not so. as hot as me. You heard not it here first. Me. Not as hot as me. Uh, I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm a cold sleeper. Oh, yeah. I'm really? always cold. So even in the summertime, I still have to have like a light a light duvet over me. <laughs> yeah, I have to. I must, especially over my stomach. You this know, is a, this is a very Japanese thing. I feel. Yeah, you don't you know? cover your stomach. You know, I, I cover my nads. I cover my 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 midsection. Really? I, in case I get a boner. <laughs> what? But it's just your wife. Who cares? I know, but Do you, you know, still I hide I, it. Sometimes I don't want. I don't want to get the wrong idea. <laughs> I don't want to fuck. <laughs> it's hey, just girl, morning wood. <laughs> this is how it is. You know what I'm saying, girl? Just be cool, girl. Damn. Well, yeah. you know what? That's uh, that, that that you bring up a good point because um, about the damps. B- about the damps because Helix sleep mattress. Okay, they're all about creating beds for all types 
of sleepers. They're not racist. That's the thing. That's not racist. They're inclusive. Mat- they're the only mattress makers that are super inclusive. They really right? Are. are you Asian? Are you a hot sleeper? Do you have a boner when you're sleeping? We got you. We got we you. Got, that's we got sl- you. That should be their slogan. That's not, but we that's got you. Be, we got it you. Be. I mean, we got it you. Be. Right? Yeah. So no matter like what kind of sleeper you are, you get a, you get a boner at night, in the middle of the night, you get a boner in the morning. I'm a morning person. Doesn't matter. All you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash Asian and take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix Sleep was even awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired Magazine. So Mm. no matter what kind of sleeper you are, this mattress is for you. And they also got a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. Oh, that sounds so So safe, like like with a condom, sleeping with a condom. Mm. That's also three months, you know? That's a long time. That's a a really long time. That's longer than most relationships that are. Yeah, so you might might have gotten this new bed for your new girl, but she may not even, you might be a different girl by the time you... You should change girls, you but you know girls. what? You're gonna like you're gonna, you're gonna keep like the best because you're gonna like it, and, and they'll pick it up for you if you don't like it too. So Helix is offering up to 125 dollars for all mattress orders for our listeners, aka anals, at helixsleep.com/asian. That's helix h e l i x sleep.com/asian for up to 125 dollars off. You have to say it that way too. Yeah, you have to say it that way. So check it out, everybody. Hey, let's bring up our. Uh, let's get to the, let's get into the guests. Are yeah, you ready? Are you ready? I'm really excited to have our guests today uh, because it's they're, like they're the first like renowned chef guest that we've ever had. We don't have we don't have a lot of food guests, you know. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal because we always do like dumbass comedians, dumbasses, dumbass comedians talking about butt stuff, you know. <laughs> and sometimes we gotta diversify. Uh, so together they are uh, the former co chefs slash owners of Karasu in Fort Greene, which is a popular Japanese izakaya restaurant. Uh, one of them was named the 2017 Eater. Young Gun semi-finalist. I don't know what that means, but Eater's legit, so I think that's pretty cool. That's tight. Zagat 30 under 30. Dang. I'm almost 30, dude. I'm waiting. I I'm am, waiting for Zagat 33. Um, I just keep pushing the under something higher. <laughs> I just keep going. Uh, and then uh, the m- most recently, they were on Vice's Munchie series. Dude, Vice, that's a big deal, man. That's delicious. been trying to get on, been on Vice. So, uh, <laughs> hey, listeners, please welcome to the show, Yael, Pete, and Elena Yamamoto. Now you can talk. Yay. Now you can talk. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for coming on to the show. Hello. Hi, thanks for having this us. This is super awesome. We're so excited to be here. We wanted to start this interview with a story because Mike had a couple weird experiences at Karasu. Yes. Oh. And we, and we so hold on. First, and then, well, that, that's, that's nothing <laughs> to do so with. So did we. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you two are, you guys are a team? Yes. Yes, like us. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. So you guys, like, it, do, does one of you guys do more of the concepting and not like for, for me and Fumi I do almost none of the work that's mm-hmm. my role mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fumi does all the work but what is it for you guys is it, how do you guys do it um, I feel like it's a pretty even split yeah we both cook we both cook a lot that's um, awesome and we then both we develop the recipes um, we you certainly have like different strengths and weaknesses yeah we fall into like little niches like Alina does all of the accounting she's just so good at it Accounting. Sorry, not because you're Asian. You don't yeah. even ah, <laughs> thank you. You don't even think about like how that's part of the chef process. You got to count. Not every chef can or does do it. I think that's the differentiation just between being like a chef de cuisine and making recipes and wanting to eventually be an owner. You know, it's not mm. just about the recipes and the way food tastes. It's about what it costs and if you can replicate it a thousand times. Mm. It's like all that, all, all the like understanding of like how it connects to like business goals and all those sorts of things. Yeah, exactly. And then really boring stuff like lots of cleaning and organizing. You know, we're 
we both really like that a lot. And you can't be an executive chef and an owner without being able to do those things. Yeah, yeah. A lot do of mopping. Do you guys like <laughs> pitch each other recipes? Like, yeah, is that you, how that you works? You guys do that because like we we'll do. do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how, does, like, how okay. does that pitching process work? You just text her like, "Yo, bologna on a melon" or whatever. I don't know. Uh, Google, <laughs> Docs. Google Docs. Google Docs. Hey, oh, we all have Google Docs. We got a Google Docs. Docs. I love big docs. Yeah. So, but what does a pitch, uh, a recipe pitch, even look like? Yeah. Well, it's it's more like. I don't know. I feel like there would be times where there would be a lull in service and we'd just be talking to each other like, yeah. oh, you know what I really want to eat right now? This thing. Yeah. And then it's like, well, you know, that could maybe fit onto the next menu. How could we make it like fit into this slot? Like we need another like hot dish. So and then it just sort of like rolls that mm. way. Right. So it depends on the cooking equipment you're using. Like a lot of people don't realize that kitchens have limitations. Uh, depending yeah. on their size and the equipment you have and also uh, seasonality. Mm. Yeah, getting like the actual ingredients or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so it's like we hit March and we're like, all right, what are we thinking for spring? And I feel like um, our ideas always come out better once it's gone through both of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we both kind of bring like 60% to the table mm. and then we come out with something completed because we've got such different palettes. It's like it one dish needs a couple of different opinions. Yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. But it'll start it'll start just like as a craving or an idea and then we'll go through like several iterations of cooking it. Right. And then it will be a Oh, I love thing. that. Damn, That's just a, like a joke. Yeah, no, but but as a chef, you can be like, I feel like eating this and you're mm. like, Oh, maybe this would be fit this would be good at my restaurant, you know? Whereas I don't know if we do that in comedy. You're like, Oh, I wanna write a joke about this. Do you ever do that? Um I, I guess not. I mean, we do we do we do I'm craving this kind of racist joke. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know I, mean? like, mm, <laughs> I, I haven't made fun of small people in yeah, a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like no. <laughs> I feel like the situation dictates it just like food you know yeah, yeah it's the summertime we know we want something cold and refreshing or you know you've got like a sweaty subway joke coming up like oh. the, <laughs> the environment <laughs> creates that's, the wow. humor for you that's actually true i was going to talk to you because like i feel i've been eating shit at the lantern a lot yeah and yeah. it's because like i don't have i mean it's a weird room anyways but like you know it's like i don't have jokes which are like really easy for a dumbass terrorist. Uh, yeah, terrorist. Yeah, terrorist. <laughs> tourist. Fucking terrorists don't understand my jokes. <laughs> ISIS, ISIS yeah. You guys like that, huh? Huh? You guys hate vests? No, so like, you know, you need like a, you need jokes. You know, it's just like when you go into comedy, it's like yeah. you need jokes that are easy to get for yeah. like, yeah, like, uh, you know, maybe a guy whose English is a little more limited. Yep, and yep, then you need yep. like deeper jokes for like really like introspective woke, sure, woke sure. dads yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, isn't yeah. this what you're just talking about with like reading your audience? Yeah. It's true. Warming them up, you know? Mm, yeah. We're not good at comedy. Well, actually, <laughs> you know what? Let me ask you this before we get to Mike's hurtful story about oh, yeah. your previous place of work. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm so pumped. Okay. Scared. I want to talk about catering for a second. Not catering uh -huh. the food catering, but like pandering. Yes. So sometimes in comedy, that's looked down upon, right? Uh -huh. So it's like, what does the audience want? And uh -huh. it's almost like, if you keep doing that, then you're a nobody. You don't have an identity because your identity is Because you'll, yeah, you'll be dictated right? by someone else. Sometimes it's good to have a joke where only 70% of the people are laughing and the 30% don't like it or offended it or don't get it, right? Uh -huh. Right. That's considered a good thing in comedy because you got to find the people who get yeah. you and to preserve your identity. Because then there'll be like 40% who will yeah. love it right and like just like does love that you. exist in the culinary world i was just about to say that's what we did with our menu <laughs> like there were a couple oddball things that most people didn't get and the people who did get it loved it and like what like what uh, yeah a lot me. of our like smaller seasonal things like the the ikara salad that we used to do yeah like it was oh uh, salmon roe yeah so it was salmon roe pomegranate um edamame like fava beans, beans fava beans uh Ooh. yeah everyone was coming in for the karage but the couple of people who 
yeah, like, craved or wanted the ikra salad would go nuts about it. Uh, mm. But karaage, but then is people like, wouldn't get it. Kar- karaage, is, yeah, that, people wouldn't that's understand a, it. That's, that's basic. The, that's a very simple. Yeah, fried chicken. That's fried chicken. Yeah, but fried everybody chicken. wants fried chicken. Everybody wants the steak. Everybody wants the pork chop. Everyone wants a noodle dish. It's like you know those are gonna land. Yeah. But we're not gonna only do those things just because we know people like them. Like yeah. we we did things that we liked too, and whoever understood it enjoyed it and whoever didn't could go yeah i think that's okay to say right you know what i like too about about what you did because i'm a basic bitch and i definitely ordered the fried chicken the karaoke well, everybody hey, it's but good but, yeah, it's but good. you guys i wouldn't put it on the menu if it wasn't no good. but yeah. i'm saying is that like you guys it was you know it, it felt like it it was still, it was like a basic but it was like a basic you did well you Thank know, you. so it's like you know, I guess a comedian yeah, gotta have jokes. You guys had like a, I don't I don't remember because it's been a long time since I've been there, but there was a distinct like karasu karage flavor. Yeah, that wasn't the same as like the shitty stuff you get at like Udon West or something. Mm-hmm. Shouts. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I feel like you know e- even those things you, you know you're you s- they were still good. You still got them, and then you got you guys got to do your other thing. So yeah. so well, when I went, I went to I wanted to take my wife out. Sometimes I do that, and <laughs> I asked my friend. He's a he's a Jewish dude. He's like, you know, uh, where's a good place? He's like, oh, you got to go to this place called Karasu. It's um, really, you know, it's in Fort Green and everything. And I was like mad skeptical because I was like, white people with Japanese food? Hmm. <laughs> Is this just going to be ramen and then like it's okay and like, you know? But I went there and yeah. I was like, you know, it was, it was really cool for like people who don't know. It's like behind another restaurant. Right. So you go into this restaurant and it's like through another door of the restaurant. So you're like, go through there. And then it's like, it's real cool and small. And there and it was really good and this was pretty recent you know like three years ago or so and um you know i, I appreciated it because there were, i don't know how long you guys have been cooking for but i feel for a long time every place was just like okay we're just going to get a guy with a beard and an apron <laughs> making, <laughs> bar, making drinks and that'll be good yeah and yeah. you go to a place and it'll be like you'll have that beard with apron guy and it was like not good drinks and it's like eh. Yeah, but this place had had all that shit. It had the beard apron guy, yeah. but he was legit. And yeah. I was like, "This is how hipsters do it right." Yeah, this is amazing. Hipsters done right. Hipsters is, 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 done is, is right. It's a wonderful thing. You never, you don't really see it that often. Yeah. People right. just think you got a mustache, you're yeah. a hipster. You're no, not. No. Okay, you got to be a real dick about like what kind of alcohol you use. Right. The second time I went, I went, and I wanted to party, so I was eating, and in the middle of it, I did some molly. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> And Sorry. I tried to time it so that I would do it, and it w- and then it would hit afterwards, and I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm having a great time." But it, w- it hit too fast, and like I couldn't finish my meal. I was like, "Really?" <laughs> it was funny because I was like happy because of the drugs, but then sad because I couldn't eat. I was like really sad. I was like, "This sucks, dude!" Like I can't like because you're not you know I'm not hungry anymore. Yeah. But it had all this awesome food. But in either case, amazing. Great stuff. Yeah, it's, it's super good. And I, I yeah. kind of wanna you know you hit on a very interesting point. How like I think a lot of um you know, I guess like people of color in this country are whenever they're talking about their own food, they're always skeptical when they hear from somebody who's not of that nationality. Oh, for sure. That's a very common thing. And like I was reading up on Yale a little bit and like I think you had trained to be like a sushi chef for a little bit uh, Mm -hmm. in New York. Is that that correct? Yeah, that's correct. What like what prompted your interest in like Japanese cuisine and also like do you deal with that a lot because you're cooking Japanese food and some people might not take you seriously or is uh, that is that even a concern? Yeah, I get asked at any interview I go to, absolutely every single one. Yeah. Uh, and it's a huge concern because it's, you know, not my realm and I don't want to mess it up and I don't want to be a giant jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 
hard for me because I'm half Brazilian and people are like, well, cook food from your own culture. And every time I go to visit my family in Rio, it's, you know, steak, beans, rice, eggs. And um, we're not Amazonas. Like, they're not native people. They're like metropolitan Brazilian people. Uh, and I tried to dig under the surface of that and I couldn't find, you know, I just, I feel a connection to this cuisine. Mm -hmm. I like the history behind it. I like the breadth of the techniques behind it. Um, and I honestly never thought I was going to do it for a living. I was primarily a pasta maker. I like to make meals. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have like training with that? Yeah, that's, that's. You went to Italy and shit? No, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of like what I was going for. Um, and I went to culinary school, which is really pretty silly and really expensive. <laughs> you think so? I'm like, don't do it. Get, was in, it, was get it? an internship, travel, like work in restaurants. Like okay. do it. Yeah, it was, a lot it was of cool. Money. It, it was cool, but it was did a lot of money. Too? I did not. Okay. Um, and you know, I got into the workforce when I was 20 years old and I just gotten out of culinary school and my mom told me, oh, well you know, you should be able to make your rent in one week. She's like, that's how much money you should make. So I started the restaurant and they're like, well, how much do you think you should make? Oh no. And I was like, uh, $14 an hour. And they're like, well, how about 11? Yeah, oh, yeah, man. And I was like, that's low for a uh, line cook. No, it's not. It's not? Oh. Not in 2010. Mm -mm. And I was like, but I went to school. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. You know, and then I was making $11 yeah. an hour. Um, and it was really, it was, it was quite tough. You know, I was working 12, 13 hours a day uh, in pretty brutal conditions. I had to work in a refrigerated room. Wow. Uh, fuck? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of pastry people we do. Suffer for wow. Yeah. You don't, really? you know, you don't really get breaks. Um, it's a pretty harsh life. Uh, and I really had no idea at that age. Yeah. And I worked like that for a while, for like five or six years. And I was like, well, if I'm going to work like a dog, maybe I should um, get into fine dining and they're still going to pay me badly, but I'll learn more. I want to try it while I'm young. Uh, so I was looking around at a bunch of places, you know, like 11 Madison Park, mm -hmm. Blue Hill and stuff like that. And then I ate dinner at Shuko, which is a sushi place. Uh, it was my 25th birthday, and I got really drunk. And I was looking, around, <laughs> I was looking around, As you and I was like, "Wow, you know, there's Chinese guys here, Korean dudes, white dudes. They're all learning, and they're all making beautiful food. And like, maybe this would be a good like place for me to get my uh, toes wet." And I was like, "Can I?" Can I trail? <laughs> and like, like right then and there. And they're like, "Yeah, we'll see you in the morning. Bring your own knives." Wow. And I showed up at like ten o'clock in the morning the next day, and they're like, "Oh my god, she's here! What do we do?" Oh my god. <laughs> you know, I ended up working there for a year, um, and I learned a lot. But you know, they also like kind of top every piece of sushi with caviar, and they use a lot of foie gras. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't, you know, I don't want to think I want to do that. I think I love this Japanese root. But I also loved the kind of like uh, home cooking and pasta making and mm. very like handsy grandma e root of the food that I was doing before. Yeah. So I got this opportunity to do karasu with basically no structure. And I was like, can we please get some Japanese people in here and some experienced people in here? And the owners are like, well, we really don't know anyone like that. So mm. I felt like I was sinking really quickly. And in my mind, I was like, why did they even develop this? But I, w I was happy to just have a chance. 
And then uh, Alina came on about three months in. I was like, thank God, somebody who knows what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and I hired her to be like my right hand. But I was like, she can't be my right hand if she's both hands. <laughs> so, you know, it, makes, it makes way more sense in this small environment to be partners. And honestly, I was still and am still on the track to learning. Like I'm a student in this realm. So it just feels good to have people who are Japanese and people who are patient enough to teach me because mm. I can really test people's fucking patience, mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and and uh, take this brand and open this new spot with, you know, I'm not going to brand it authentic, but with enthusiasm and sure. with integrity and with this urge to be really good hospitalitarians. I think mm. that's all people are looking for is like, I don't I don't even, when, the first time I went, I didn't even look in the kitchen. I don't know who was cooking there, but like just the decor. <laughs> probably one of us. And you guys had like the, yeah, those we, wooden. One of us was there every single night. What are those yeah. called? Like the wooden things with the menu on it? Um, oh God! The, you should talk about that, those. What is, that, what is that called? I don't know what those called. I don't even English. know what they're called. Yeah, they have the <laughs> like, food items written on them. Mm. Yeah, vertically. just like in an izakaya. Izakaya, yeah. But so usually it's like you know construction paper and like yes, sharpie yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see that like if you go to like Kenkan in St. Mark's, yeah. you see that. But they had like real wood, oh. and so I, I don't know. I, I appreciate all that, and the food food was good. I think it's just all about like, do you like respect and honor the process and, and, right. and well, the cuisine? You know what I'm saying? Boards were quite a fight. Though. Yeah, tell the story, girl. When they when I first got there, um, I don't know, I think the architect's girlfriend or something had written them and she's a white girl. Yeah. And I think she just looked up on like Google Translate, like Oh no. Oh, so the phones oh, are fucked oh, no. up. So yeah. Yeah. She, she was like, I was Japanese. Japanese. Like, uh, <laughs> those don't look good. Like it's like I'm not good at writing Japanese yeah. and that's worse than what I can do. It yeah. looks like chicken scratch. Like that's like not she just hand wrote it? It was like, you painted know, painted it. on, but it just like it was not I'm sorry. It, it was well, ter- it was terrible. It, d- it just didn't look <laughs> and and Germany. also it was misspelled and my dad <laughs> my dad came in to eat and he's like, "Uh, Alina, you you noticed this, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, I know. I know. I'm trying to get it fixed." <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so we like Yael went online and like found well, a calligrapher. It was yeah. June. So my friend June Okada, she rocks. <laughs> She's like this very feisty Japanese mom who works at like Gen sometimes. On oh Washington. yeah, I know Gen. Yeah, yeah. She she's like, you'll find her anywhere. She's like a jack of all trades, cool woman, and she recommended a Japanese school teacher to me to come in and fix the boards. Mm. Dang! But it was like a huge fight with the owners because they're like, well, it's just it's you art. know, it's art, it's, it's decorative, stylistic. Wow. And I'm like, it's not decorative. That's it's so a hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> the, the misspelling is on purpose. Ah. Damn. It's it's not like we have Japanese people actually coming in to eat here. You really yeah. think that that's like it's on our website? Yeah. Like I went to Japan and was like showing people like, you know, oh, the restaurant that I work. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, they didn't take down. Like they haven't updated the the photos of the space with yeah. the new writing. This is awful. And they yeah. thought, they thought it didn't like even look as good. Wow. Oh, the, the new the new one. The actual yeah. One. The <laughs> it looks great. The <laughs> version where the words are words. And the menu it is was a menu. Like, it was such a Damn. it was such a dramatic like wow. several month process. Aline, <laughs> what's your uh, I want to I want to know about how you got to where you are yeah, now. Yeah, you're training. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you My didn't go to you didn't, you didn't go to culinary school. Did not go to culinary school. I studied art and thought that I was going to go that route. I like worked in museums, worked in galleries, um but I always waited tables at night because I had student loans mm-hmm. <laughs> right. and like right. had to pay them off um, and got I, I moved from DC to New York um, and hated my job in this gallery it was just 
awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, I think I just like kind of like fell out of love with art. I was like, this is just, if this is what my life is going to be in this world, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, what do I like? I like working in hospitality. Like that's where all my best friends fr- come from. Like it just made sense to go back. So I answered a Craigslist ad um, for a Momofuku milk bar. Okay. Yep. And was just like in my like little emails, like I'm doing this thing in art and I hate my life and I just need a change. And can you please hire me? <gasps> and whoa, <laughs> that's fucking badass. <laughs> and then the, the manager was like, I really related to that. So. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I got the job. Yes. I'm also going through a dark time. Please come in. Um, and so I worked in their commissary kitchen packaging cookies oh, cool. and delivering them to the various locations around the yep. city um, for, I don't know, I think it was less than a year, um, but it was really fun. And like, I learned a lot there. And then I heard that Danny Bowen was moving from San Francisco to New York to open a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I had admired what he did in San Francisco with Mission Chinese Food. And Christina Tosi, my boss, was friends with Danny. So I was like, hey, do you think maybe you could introduce me? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would really love to like get involved in that in yeah. some way. And even though it meant that I would be quitting my job, she set up an interview for me. Wow. And I met Danny for drinks at Fet Sao. Yep. Yep. And I got food poisoning there once. Sick. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't need anything. <laughs> um, we we just like drank whiskey and then I think he ordered like Pappy or something like that and he let me taste it. I don't know. Um, so we, we started to drink that and then he's like, well, I'm going to the city to see my friends. They're staying at... Um, they're staying at the, the Ace Hotel. I was like, oh, cool. My boyfriend's a bartender there um, at the time. And so I just went and hung out at the bar with him and he went up and like partied in the room and he's like, we're going to go out to dinner. Let's go out and eat. So we like ate a shit ton of Korean barbecue, got really, really drunk. And he's like, okay, let's go to karaoke. I was like, okay, I guess you got it. You got it. You got it. I can't say no. Yeah. 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 And Your family just, at that point. It was just me, Danny, and then his sous chef, Jesse. Um, this is a sick interview. Yeah. Yeah. And we <laughs> sang a lot of Avril Lavigne. Um, <laughs> Ooh, you I lost me, but okay. <laughs> I don't know. It was like a lot. It was a strange, strange night. It was really intense. Um, I got clocked in the lip with a microphone and oh. I had a fat lip. Oh, no. Um, Danny's hand got smashed in the mic stand and he had like a huge blood blister. Oh, my God. And whatever. They threw me in a cab and I went home. And the next morning at like nine, he calls me. He's like, hey, I want you to meet the team. Can you come in in like an hour? And it's like, uh, okay, okay, okay. And I just like showered i think i was maybe still drunk and i showed up and i met everyone else that he had collected <laughs> and i got the job dude wow. that's fucking cool so is it i mean is this uh is this like would you say this is pretty standard procedure like as far as like restaurants go I like mean, just kind of fly by the seat of the pants like hey you know like let's let's just make this happen is that like i've never hired anyone like that okay <laughs> but there's an actual process okay but that's fair. he he was just like, I know within two minutes whether I want to hire someone or not. Because it's, it's cool. for him, it was much more about personality and like whether or not we right. got along because we were going to be in this thing yeah. really intensely for a while together. This mm-hmm. is for a line cook position. Um, no. So I was actually hired to handle all their takeout okay. and like organize all of that. And then as they're building the space, um, it made more sense for the takeout like expediter to be in the kitchen at the window um, kind of liaising between the kitchen and the front 
And then since I was in the kitchen, they're like, well, you know, you're right here. So can you just like pick up a couple of these dishes? Um, can you make the rice? Like you're Japanese, you can figure this out. Like, sure. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, <laughs> and so then like it gradually just became, I just became a line cook. Um, wow. So, so when you first got hired, you didn't even, did you even know how to cook? No. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, yeah, no. Danny bought me my first knife, um, which was really oh cool. Oh, my God. You, knew not, you, knew, you know what knives were, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> He's like your little... But I was just, like, borrowing everyone's because I wasn't supposed to be a cook. And right. then he, like, before we opened, he, like, went to... What's it called? JB Prince. Yeah. Um. And uh. And he bought he bought me my Misono UX10 Santoku knife, and it was wow. really cool. Oh God! <laughs> wow. And then so you so that was your like beginning. Yeah. To, and so right? I yeah I worked there for a while. Um. And then left. Did a couple of things around town for a little bit, but I pretty much decided like okay I want to cook, and if I'm gonna cook, I should probably actually really pursue this. I can't just stay at the same place the whole time. Um, and I want to cook Japanese food because that's what I love. So I decided since I had no responsibilities, um, I would just move to Japan. Mm. Um, so, and I'm a citizen, so it was very simple for me to do that. I have nice. family there. I just kind of decided. You're from, you're from Chiba, right? No. Wait, where are you saying? Numazu. Where is that? And uh, Izu. Oh. Are you from Chiba? I am from Chiba. Are you thinking about you? Yeah, are you thinking <laughs> about myself? Yeah, I'm thinking about myself. Sorry. Sorry. Just like, like I'm in my mind. In mirror, yeah. <laughs> I just saw a little of myself in you. <laughs> okay, so you go, you go to Japan. Go to do, Japan. Do you go to your family or are you in Tokyo? I was in Tokyo with my aunt and uncle. Um, I stayed with them for a couple of months before I found an apartment on my own. Um, and I was going to Japanese language school in the morning because I had forgotten everything that I had known before. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I should probably get some like grammar. Um, that would yep. be helpful. So I was doing that every morning. And then one of my classmates was a dishwasher at a shabu shabu place. And he's like, I think I can get you a job because yep. he was Russian. He's like, they'll probably hire you. Like, you don't <laughs> know. Japanese. Um, I was like, okay. So I, I went to that interview and was terrified because I couldn't speak. Japanese yep. and my aunt filled out my application for me. Whoa. Wait, dude, I have a question. <laughs> Japanese interviews and the application process is very weird in the corporate world. It's yeah. the same for restaurants because in Japanese resumes, you have to put your picture. Yeah, you got to put your picture on and it. And then mm -hmm. you have to buy a form from a st from like a store. Uh. Yeah. It's called the Yudeik Show. And then you have to, f everybody has the exact same resume. Yes. Gotcha. You can't make your school on like Photoshop. It's the same thing. It's no, the same thing. It's, yeah. it's the same in a restaurant. Um, and then the interview. I don't know because the the chef he didn't speak any English. Yeah. I barely spoke any Japanese, and yet somehow he was like, "Okay." So I got hired as. Did a you get dishwasher. drunk with him and do karaoke? <laughs> <laughs> Not that That's time. the trick. That's the Not trick. That time. I think we bonded over the fact that we were the same age. Okay. That oh, was yeah. like a very like. <laughs> How long can you talk about that though? <laughs> uh, no, you know you Pokemon. Know, you know I was like, oh, we're the same. We're the same. Yeah, year. they call um, that uh, tamet in yeah. Japanese. It's like a huge deal if you're the same as somebody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was just like we had this connection, yeah. and so he was like, "Okay, you start then." So I. Um, I worked as a dishwasher after Japanese school for a little bit until I quit Japanese school and just went full time. Um, and then did that for a while. But they didn't let you cook though. They ended up letting me cook. Okay. Like I had dishwashing shifts still, but then I moved into the kitchen and did a bunch mm. of things there. Cause they realized like, Oh, she's, you know, she actually does know what she's doing. So, yeah. um, did that, ended up doing some catering gigs, uh, met someone else who was opening a French restaurant that I ended up going and helping at for a while. They introduced me to a Japanese chef who had a Michelin-starred restaurant 
I went and worked there for a very brief time before finding out that it was an incredibly abusive environment. Oh, no. Whoa. See, I wanted to ask um, about that because yeah. I know I saw like on another interview on YouTube, you had said that you went to Japan, but like they didn't let you cook or like you just didn't like your experience there. So you came back. Um, yeah. Is it like that zero sushi bullshit? <laughs> is it like, is that real? Uh, what I, ex- it was, it was shocking. Like, I mean, I ended up working the most time in a French restaurant in Japan because mm-hmm. while everyone there was Japanese, they'd all worked internationally. So they were a lot more accepting of me being an international person yeah. um, and not knowing all of you know the different kitchen customs and yeah. all that stuff. So I ended up learning the most from them. I would go to Tsukiji Market with them. I would like they taught me how to fillet fish. They taught me so much, um, but it was French food. It wasn't Japanese food mm-hmm. um, at the at the the Japanese like kaiseki place it was like <laughs> it was so traumatic Yo, let's get <laughs> into that Yo, abuse can you give us, give us that's who, what we want to know a tidbit okay so I'm not going to tell you who it was no it's fine he's fairly famous um, Ooh, yeah but F him big time yes, you know him wow. no one hurts my girl <laughs> 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 I mean Alina and I have worked together for three years it's like I know about this and it makes my blood boil you know Damn. but you, you guys didn't know each other obviously back no, then no, okay. no. but this yeah. is a chef that you know as well i don't know him personally i mean but, but, but you've heard of this guy he's that famous yeah yeah okay, okay, okay. but i mean that could be anyone yeah it's true or yeah. basically all you of you guys them. can yeah. all dm me with your guesses okay, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah but so it seemed fine at first okay. i was pretty excited my chef went with with me to my interview okay. my the french chef okay. um and he he introduced me because it was like a friend of a friend okay. and we did this whole thing and he like passed me off to him which was like incredibly kind yeah. and like really like really special I, I i don't take that lightly that like all of these people in my life they're just like helping me move along my career um and then I was like, this is exciting. There's a lot of women in the kitchen. This must be a really like progressive kind of place. Um, and then it became very clear very quickly that it, that it was quite the opposite. Like the chef was kind of like a, a smaller guy. Um, and he turned out to be like crazy, physically abusive. Jeez. Um, what do you mean physically? Like he would hit you? Um, not me because I was still new. So basically when I started, he was like, you can't be in the kitchen yet. I'm looking for someone on the floor. You can work your way into the kitchen. I was like, fine, I'm willing to do that. Um, as long as I'm not like doing this for forever. Yeah. But basically it turned out that he was using me for my bilingual skills. Cause at that point I was speaking a lot more Japanese and he wanted me to be able to speak to a lot of their foreign customers. Cause he gets mm. a lot of international people. Right. Mm. Um, and kind of like, so I don't know. So I was thrown into this super formal setting, having to speak to like very wealthy Japanese people in Japanese and do all this service. Like we got there early in the morning. I would scrub the upstairs and downstairs on my hands and knees. We weren't allowed to use a mop. Whoa. Um, Whoa. I had calluses on my knees. I, I remember getting <gasps> drunk with a friend who was visiting. I was like, no one's going to love me because my knees are so rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a, it's, yeah, well, I feel you dog. <laughs> I always check out a girl's knees. I'm like, look at those callus knees. Um, but like, you know, anytime anyone went to the bathroom, we had to go in, lock the door afterwards, make sure there are no water spots. You wiped everything. It was like, it was really good training. Um, but then I started oh, to this see. this is the good part. Yeah. Okay. This, <laughs> that's the good part. It was, uh, like, you know, I got to learn a lot about like very traditional um, ways of doing hospitality and um, seeing that end of it. I got amazing sake training. That was great. Um, 
I got to go see a lot of things. But then I started to notice what was happening in the kitchen and talking to some of the other girls who were on the floor with me. Um, and the sous chef, who was such a badass, like she was so cool. Um, she was like constantly limping. There was always something happening. She wouldn't go upstairs and carry things because he would hit her what? in the legs. I guess um, if like something happened, um, there was one night where I was in the back and there's actually a stage from California in and he was like just as like freaked out as I was. Um, one of the younger apprentices made a mistake and he just like ripped into her like kind of behind the scenes and then took her upstairs to one of the back rooms um, where there weren't guests. And I saw him like basically have her in the corner and was like hitting her and like she lost hearing in one of her ears for three days because he clapped her so hard over oh my ear. god what jesus the christ fuck yeah it was really intense and so after that i was like i am uncomfortable working here i'm not okay with this like i talked to his wife who was in charge of the floor and she's like well it's his way and i'm like it's not okay like this is not this is not okay in like the international like food scene maybe that's how it used to be but that's not how it should be anymore i'm uncomfortable and i don't know if i can do this so he sat me down and apologized to me i don't think he ever apologized to her um, and was like, okay, well, you know, let's like keep this going or whatever. And so I was like, all right, I'll see if it changes, then maybe I'll stay. And then I was helping his wife with something before service. And he like was talking to me, but I didn't know that he was talking to me. And he got like really pissed because one of the American or the French guys that was in the kitchen had made the kitchen smell like garlic. Mm. <laughs> and, um, he didn't like that because it was right before service and he was really mad and he was like don't you think this is this is terrible and i didn't hear him ask me that and he got really mad that i didn't respond and like got me up against the wall what, what the yelling fuck? in my face <laughs> and like and he was using really aggressive japanese which i don't know because he's he, actually uh, a vampire <laughs> yeah, right? the garlic thing was like a deal breaker what the, but you serve garlic there what the, like, what the that's, <laughs> that's, that's on that's the menu fine dining stuff though like cooking smelly stuff too close to when the oh yeah, okay opens. it is that's the thing like that's the kind of stuff that is crazy in fine dining yeah yeah that's, you know when japanese people get mad uh they start talking like yakuza and they roll their tongues yes and i was like Yo. so yeah. thrown off i'm yeah. like i don't know i don't actually know the vocabulary yeah, that you're yeah. using i don't know what you're mad at me at yeah. like terrifying i don't know what's going on and yeah. no one was helping me because if they got involved they would get in trouble too so i just like burst into tears i'm like i don't even know why you're angry with me like and he's like, well, you know, you're forgetting this. And he just started to say kind of like racist things to yeah. me. And like, I was like, this is not going to work. In Japan, like, are there not places you can call? Like, can you call a service? Like a Better Business Bureau kind of thing? No, I mean, I ended up walking out. Um, not right after that. It was like we had to sit down after service. And then he got in my face again and was like, this motherfucker. It was man. so intense. Dude. Dude. So I don't even know you, but you're already my girl, dog. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I walked out and he he didn't pay me for my last month of work. Um, I mean, too. maybe I could have done something about this it. This asshole still owes you money? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know who to talk to. I talked to my aunt and uncle about it. My uncle is a, he's a no actor in Japan. So he's like. Who? My uncle? Yeah. <laughs> Okara Koichi. I'm so, I don't know. I'm going to Google him. <laughs> is he famous? Should I know him? He. Um, Ohara. Okara. Okara Koichi. Yeah. Um, I, do I don't know if he'll come <laughs> up in. It'll probably come up in like Japanese Google if you do it in Japanese. No, I, I'm seeing a bunch of anime characters. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look him up yeah, that's him. That's yeah, him. That's <laughs> him. <laughs> the fox with the gun. Yeah, the okay. fox with the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he's a cloud. Yeah. <laughs> 
damn um but he's like super traditional you know yeah. like he that's his job he has students like and and when i told him about this he was very upset he's like that is not that is not okay anymore like that is how they used to do it that's not how they should do it yeah. but i know that that's how a lot of places function yeah. to this day i was uh i worked at ipido for a little bit in mm -hmm. college and their whole thing when they first moved here was that they wanted to preserve the japanese way mm -hmm. and they would treat their american employees like that like obviously you can't do that shit here because there are people you can call and you can get yeah. in legal trouble but like there was like a lot of things that I saw that I didn't like, you know, a lot of verbal abuse, mm -hmm. um, some sexual harassment, definitely mm -hmm. from the from the managers who were like Japanese. And yeah, man, that shit makes me sad, you know? Yeah. But you know what? I think it was like the the actual foreigners that were working at the restaurant. They got a free pass. Like Interesting. The dude, actual like the, the French like guy. Like people who were like staging like, for what, days, weeks? Yeah, but the French guy, he worked there full time. He oh. was there for yeah. like two or three years Shit, or something. Um, but he's the one that cooked the garlic. Yeah. I was... This you, motherfucker. Is it because you, you spoke Japanese? Yes. That, and because I was half ooh. Japanese. And my last name is Yamamoto. So, so they, it's like, they. Right, yeah, I was right. held to a different standard. Like, Fuck. they're just like, why don't you know this? I'm like, because I grew up in the States. Like, I don't, I don't know these things. And like, Japanese is a second language for me. This is not my native tongue. Um, but... You know, everyone else is like, well, he doesn't understand. You should understand this. Like, why didn't you stop this? I'm like, I because I don't know either. This you didn't like tell a manga me. or some shit, you know? This <laughs> is a cooking manga, dude. That's crazy, yeah. man. So, you know. So you got out. I got out. You came here, and now you guys are duo. Now you, she's got yes. your back. She's not going to let anyone talk to you like that ever yeah. again. She doesn't beat me. Doesn't cool. beat <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. But it's like, I know people who stage there, and they're like, because I won't, I don't tell them that it was Alina, and Alina and I won't say where it is, but I know people who stage there, and I was like, be careful i've heard really bad things and they're like well i didn't see anything and i'm like wake up white boy wake <laughs> up and do something. yeah you know so it's like we well and also they're never gonna they're, they're never, never gonna, gonna see have it that. i'm they're like don't i was like don't you trust me i'm your friend right and, yeah. yeah whatever we got each other and it i've seen a, women in restaurants accomplish a lot of amazing things by sticking together yeah. yeah, that's the one thing I wanted to get into because you you talked about that a little bit on some of the interviews done online, um, like being female chefs in New York, you know, having mm -hmm. being female entrepreneurs stuff like that. Are, are like what are some? I mean, I guess I, we hear a lot from female comedians mm -hmm. um, that women get like typecasted, you oh, know, yeah. or like if uh, if a, a a girl is doing a joke about if she has one joke about her period, she's labeled like the vagina comedian. Mm. Just one <laughs> thing, you know what I mean? And it's like that's yeah. all she just talks about her pussy, blah 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 blah. Mm. You know, are there little things like that? They kind of annoy you in the hospitality industry as as from as being a, a female chef. Um, I don't know. I mean, in in Japan, actually, in a lot of restaurants, um, I always get put on vegetables. Cause, really? Because women handle vegetables. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? You need, um, I need, you need man hands to handle this. Well, no, because yeah. like fish, the protein's too expensive. We could screw it up. So. Oh. Whoa. Um, what happened to you? Um, I would hear I worked at a place where there were all girls and guy cooks would be like oh isn't that drama central <laughs> <laughs> no he did not say that are you serious lots of guys, lots of guys would comment oh like oh Dramas? must be cat fights like real cooks of you know blah 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 the real, oh the real girl cooks and it's like no actually we were considerably more cooperative with each other like guess what two women can lift a hundred pound full stock pot of liquid Whoa. surprise <laughs> so there wasn't like a hey let me do that for you like you're not strong enough it'd just be like oh two girls isn't enough just to just grab another girl three <laughs> girls three <laughs> girls can do it for sure yeah yeah um but i'd work at places where i'd be like 
can you hand me the spoon? Like, it's it's on your left. Will you grab it for me? And the guy's like, get it yourself. Dang. Always the dudes. But where <laughs> I worked here with the girls, it's like, oh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense for me to, it, like, just so much more cooperative without ego. Mm. Um, and, like, thank God for that because I did that for three years. And I was like, oh, you know, and we still had our shit, too, of course. Mm. But it made me see potential for a lot more respect and a lot more kind of progressiveness in the kitchen. And eventually at some point we would have like one or two dudes around. Like, oh, but maybe the majority women. They're on veg- they're on vegetables. They're on vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> on vegetables. Yeah, hey Brad, how's that cauliflower looking? <laughs> oh man. Dude, uh so let, I, I want to talk about this cuz I want to I want to plug your new project. Sure. So you guys Ooh. left Karasu. So you you're, d- you're done with this bullshit. You don't want to work for the man and, yeah, and you, you they really for were the man. Yeah, they were <laughs> the, the man. man. You guys are also like super young. You're aren't you like 25? I'm 29. Oh, okay. Me Not too. Not that young. I'm 32. Tame. Yeah. Tame. Yeah. She's older than me. And I was like, I can't boss around my big sister. Oh, yeah. You hired her. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I can't fucking bo- boss around my big sister. But like, neither of us have sisters. Mm. So mm. I feel like it's become a lot that way. Like we drive each other a little nuts, but like I'd kill for her. I'm like, where's the shovel? We're burying this body. Yeah, <laughs> no yeah yes. dead body friends. That's dead us. body friends. Yeah. But um, yeah, tell us about this new project. Yeah, the what, new what's, project. What's, what's coming up? We left together. Um, yeah, so we split. Hold on, real quick. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Is, uh, is can I very quickly uh, ask? Should I not eat a karasu anymore? Then <laughs> we, can, we can cut this out. <laughs> it's up to you. I mean, we're not we're not there. We have zero to do with that anymore look at her face as she's telling this Dang. <laughs> and we were, we were cooking there every single day like there are a lot of chefs who design the menu and aren't on the line at night cooking you dinner you think you're ever gonna see thomas keller per se yeah yeah yeah. he's yeah. not gonna come out like with your foie gras like yeah nice yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that, that was us you know Dude. we wanted to perpetuate that um, and extend right. that. yeah so the, the grind. we have we have nothing to do with it anymore they kept some of our recipes um oh wait can we talk about that real quick yeah. this is so interesting she okay. told me, I, so when she, she left, right? And I, they said that she told me that they kept their recipes. And I said, are, are they allowed to do that? Yeah, I didn't even said, know that was recipes, there. it's not considered intellectual property. Correct. Uh, you cannot copyright recipes. You can't copyright it. Not crazy? Word. Yeah, they could, they could legally, it's not a problem, but they didn't have our recipes. And they're just doing close approximations. They traced it. Yeah. So like, if uh, you own, I'm gonna be able to tell. Even when I'm doing Molly, I'll be on Molly. I'm like, this is not the same. Also, I can see colors. But I mean, I I don't even know what it's like anymore. A lot of the staff left pretty much right when we left too. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like a whole new. It's yeah. a whole new thing. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. It might look the same. I've heard people still like it. Um, I don't. I don't know. Okay, I've heard both. I also don't I think really. That's a no, Mike. I mean, that's a no for Damn. you. Damn. All right. Well, yeah. you better tell me because <laughs> well, I, I, well, I got to eat some delicious yeah, food. So where's the, where's the new place we should yeah. go? Yeah. Tell us about this new place. <laughs> well, so it doesn't exist yet. Okay. Um, that's we're great. Still I'm there. In that's the so Brooklyn. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Wow. This, this restaurant doesn't exist yet. <laughs> I want wow. You to, so I delicious. Want you to close your eyes and imagine it. That's yeah. the Holy crap. I'll just describe the food. We're cooking all over the place though. You can still get our food around. Okay. Um, yeah, we just did a pop-up at Shuko recently. Okay. Yeah, went full circle there. Um, I think we're going to do another one. We're doing a thing with Vice in August. Brooklyn um, Cura at the, end, Cura of the, the end of the month. Um, we're just trying to like fill our time with like different little mm-hmm. pop-ups and things. Cool. Um, Martha's Vineyard, if you're rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll wow. be there. Take That's your helipad <laughs> to our party. Wow. Yeah, not the helicopter, the actual pad. Yeah, yeah. just take that <laughs> all the way. Take the whole thing. Take the whole thing. Um, but our goal is to open like early 2020. Okay. And what are you guys cooking? So it's going to be kind of similar to Karasu because that was 100% our food. Um, so it's kind of like 
we've been describing it as kappa style. Yeah. So like the chef is behind the counter. It's oh. going to be really small. Um, maybe like a 16 seat counter yeah. with a couple of tables. We will be cooking and serving you with a very small team. So anytime we're open, we will both be behind the line. Um, and actually inter- interacting with you. We're not going to have a bartender. It'll be batch cocktails, sake, shochu. Mm. Um, we're going to try and do bottle keep. Still working on the legal parts of that. Mm. Um, and it's going to be, I don't know, similar food to Karasu, but maybe a little bit more elevated. Um, but still a little more approachable than other kinds of food. Yeah, it's style. not like fine dining, fine dining. Yeah, like right. I see Kaiseki, you know, it's 200 plus dollars. It's a three hour turn. And you don't necessarily want to do that once a week or once a month. Yeah, so we want so to hit a wider demographic. Like, is, is it your birthday or your anniversary? Come in. Is it Tuesday? Come in. Dude, that's sick. Like, I want to do my birthday there, dude. Yeah, keep your check, <laughs> you know, under 100 bucks and keep it under two hours. So, like... And, like, we also want to do, like, a set meal. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like at, at Karasu, everyone was coming in and, like, ordering the karage as an appetizer and then ordering the tonkatsu for their main. I'm like, that's a lot of fried meat and you're not getting anything else. And Don't like, judge me. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but go ahead. Yeah. I mean... I understand. You know, that's fine, like, as a group. But, like, yeah. get other things. A complete meal has balance across all, all different things things there's like different salads there's different sides there's hot there's cold um that's what like a a japanese meal should be um and so we will take the guesswork out it's like you want a little bite of this and a little bite of that we can do that with whatever right we'd send people like uh turnips with miso and they'd say oh my god i i would have never even thought to order that but Thank, thank you for sending it to but me. Like, like I had no idea. Like, not doing like a big side, like just yeah. doing like small little bites, mm. um, so that you can have like you can taste the whole menu even right. if you're by yourself. Right, 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 right. So, and what's it called? It's called Furies. Furies. Mm. Furies. Um, it's actually my grandfather's name. So. On the Italian oh, side. Oh, I was like, what the? <laughs> yeah. I was, was going like to say, Jax, on the Jax doesn't have quite the same ring to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. The, the Italian grandfather's name is Fury. Um, mm. So we just thought it would be like fun to have like a family-named restaurant, something that's not explicitly Japanese, because what we do isn't explicitly Japanese food. Right. Um, but I like that. Yeah, I want I wa- when I go to like a, a Japanese American restaurant, I, I want to see some avocados in there. I want to see some like I want to see some weird shit. That yeah, I'm not I mean like I'm. I grew up in the States. Like, Yael is not Japanese. What we're going to do is not going to be, like, quote-unquote, authentic Japanese food, yeah. you know? Um, it's just going to be based in that, of course, because sometimes I'm, like, lifting my grandmother's recipes. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But then yeah, yeah. other times I'm not, you know? So it's just, it's it's developed mm. beyond that. That makes sense. I want to wrap it up with this question. Mm-hmm. And, and, Mike, I think, I don't know if you feel the same way about this, but uh, mm. I feel that chefs in the last five years are like cool now. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. When did that happen? I don't know. When did that happen? I would say 1999. Because like I have a lot of um, female comedian friends and like the really cute ones, they're all dating chefs. They're all dating chefs. You know what it is? (laughs) And you guys can disagree. I want to know. Is uh, (laughs) a lot of it has to do with Andrew Bourdain because he made, he he wrote that, he wrote the book. Kitchen Confidential. Kitchen Confidential. And then before that people I think people knew that there was kind of something cool happening, but didn't know in, like explicitly. Yeah. And then being a chef is like, it's cool because there's, it's a creative thing, but it's also like, I mean, you just, you guys, you just heard that they, they work really, really hard. Yeah. Like hours wise. Yeah. Um, and they have, 
they say they seem to have crazy lives like they're like they're like they're like they get off work at five in the morning right right right, right you know right, when right. most people are getting up it's to very rock and roll it is yeah it's, it's a little it's, rock and roll it is you have some rock and roll nights yeah. see yeah <laughs> like you're like you're bait you're like not basic but like you're like every day you know uh line chef has like worked a 14 hour day you know, did all this awesome stuff. It's, it's very tangible, right? Yeah. Like, unlike, you know, Instant well, unlike, many, say, stand-up comedy. How right? many yeah, jobs do you work where someone says, hey, you're having a hard day at work. You look stressed. Here's a big free shot of whiskey. Take yeah. that. Yeah. Like, mm. in the middle of your shift. It's two in the afternoon at the oh, office. You guys drink on your, chef? Or on your shift? Not everybody does, and less so now. Less so now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But a lot, grown but up a little bit. It's pretty going in my Yelp review. Drunk chefs. Restaurants. I would say... I would say it was very rare that we would ever be some, like, something like drunk on a shift. I don't remember being drunk at Karasu during service, but like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And, and there are restaurants where, you know, people will be partying mid-shift. All right. Yeah. But, uh, is that what I'd like to say we're not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of what drew you to it is like kind of like this opportunity to, you know, kind of have a different kind of life. And, and it's a little bit rock and roll and a little bit. Yeah. Well, little I always say kitchens, restaurants in general, front of house also, not just back of house, but like. We're just a bunch of misfits. We are. Mm. Absolutely. None of us really makes makes sense in like traditional jobs. Like I tried to do the desk job and it didn't work. I hated it. I can't do it. It was just so miserable. Yeah. I literally fall asleep. Like narcoleptic. I get behind a desk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I keep joking to my dad. I'm like, dad, you just have to get used to the fact that I'm more blue collar than I'm white collar. (laughs) Like that's just like that's just how I'm built. Like I need that kind of and like our sleep schedules activity. too. We fall asleep at two and we wake up at ten. Like that's my natural rhythm, and Ooh. it didn't it didn't work for me in high school. And I thought I was a bad student, but when I got into college and classes started at eleven, worked out. Surprise! Yeah. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Crazy. I don't know. Just like I think when you get a bunch of weirdos together in one place, <laughs> it usually ends up being a good time. And then I think people like to watch people having fun. That was part yeah. of the charm Ooh. at like, That's very you know, working at Mission Chinese, the first iteration of Mission Chinese where you could see us in the kitchen cooking and we were singing, dancing, drinking, all of that stuff while we were sweating our asses off. And like, you know, people like that. I people want to see a party. I do like when um, I would never want to do what you do because you guys work hard. And I do not like doing that. <laughs> but I mean, when you when when you go into a kitchen and or when you go into like a restaurant, you can see the and everyone's like doing their thing. And I love um, I don't know who this person is, but there's always a guy who's standing there looking at the dish right before it goes out, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, the runner. and then like or whatever the fuck I don't know what the That's fuck he's expediter. Do. Yeah. It's sick. It's like he's just like tight, and then like he just <laughs> and he just goes, and I'm like, "Yo, that guy looks dope as shit." And everybody's like, you know, and it looks like. Um, like a crazy dance that everybody's doing that it's like almost about to lose control but isn't and i just feel like it just it looks like it, it a good time i think i, I don't know if it's well, like I that mean, when you're when actually things working are going well it's a good time <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> when you fall behind a little do bit you, it is rough yeah do you know how it works like how we make your food like how orders come in no hell no so <laughs> there's a ticket there's a ticket machine and what that dude who's looking is doing he has all the tickets in front of him and he knows which one's like no nuts or this salad is going with this pork chop uh. or this came in at 815 and this came in at nine. So he's looking at that dish. and He's like, OK, no nuts. Uh, here's the salad next to it. All the food's ready. Like that's what he's doing when he's like 
tight. <laughs> um, so he's and like your conductor. They're, oh. they're so, he's like so the person who's making that? salads, like sometimes in bigger places, they won't even know what's on the other tickets. They're just like he's just making salads, or he yeah, or they're right. just like four like machines, just like arugula salad like all day. You know, right. it's like you're because it makes more sense to plate to four of them at once. Got it. Like you don't want to be like arugula salad, arugula salad, arugula. Hey, what the hell? Yeah. So the expediter's looking at the tickets. He's looking and he's like, oh shit, we need six of them. And he's like, well, they can they can sit for five minutes. They're not, you know, they're not going to get hot. Yeah, salad. Yeah, yeah. So he tells the person to make five, and then he's putting them together with the other. Why am I saying he? She. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she. Correct yourself. Well, <laughs> and in a little place like Karasu, it's like the person who was making the salads was expediting to the person cooking the hot food. Because mm. there's only there's only ever two of us. Right. Yeah. And when you're solo, you're moving slowly, but then you don't have to expo to anybody. So you're just looking at the tickets. Gotcha. Wow. I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds awesome. <laughs> sounds Conducting. Amazing. Yeah. It's so <laughs> cool. Chefs are too cool, man. Love it. I'm like it. it. I'm like it. I don't, I don't really like feel it. that cool. <laughs> that's, that's like the five minute scenario of what's actually happening. Hell and then yeah, you man. hear the ticket printer in your nightmares, in your sleep. Oh, oh you hear God. And you wake up like, oh, that's I'm funny. Karage okay. in my bed. Uh, okay, everybody, we are back uh, with our guests, uh, Elena and Yael, from, formerly from Karasu and soon to be from Furries. Check them out Furies. on social media. Furries. 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 What did I say? Furries? Furries. Yeah. The people who fuck animals? That's, uh, that's another, <laughs> res- that's another restaurant. Not the same thing. That's Listen, Mike's, that's, that's Mike's like favorite. a legitimate concern at business meetings. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> uh, we're going to do uh, uh, our favorite segment. It's Das Race News. Um, yeah. This one's not really a current event. It was just like a little fun little article that was written by Dami Lee. She's a Korean-American uh, cartoonist, I believe, and this was in the LA Times. It's called what does your hmart purchase say about you Ooh, good and one the whole, and the whole article is about you know how the asian diaspora we always go out and we you know we go to our hmarts we go to our sunrise marts we go to our mitsuas right we go to our like little vietnamese markets and then she has a little narrative about what each purchase says about you so to give you like a quick example she was saying that if you walk out with a pocky it says, if you buy a Pocky, you're drunk after karaoke and need to stock up on snacks for the uber ride home mm-hmm. <laughs> if you buy pocky for men it means you signed an online petition to remake of uh, oh to remake Game of Thrones seasons eight. Mm-hmm. So it's like little silly shit like that. But I just want to have a, a open discussion about like uh, you guys grew up in Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you go like? Did you guys have uh, your local, you know, Asian or not Asian, maybe Brazilian for you, um, like markets that you would go to to get those specific items that yes, you know, your parents needed to for whatever foods. It was in a it was in a strip mall. Yeah. I don't think it exists anymore. I think there's another one that my you guys have a Mitsua in, in Jersey though. Yeah, but that's North Jersey. I was it's right on the river. Mm. Um, we didn't drive that far for our stuff. There was there was like a very very tiny little Asian market. Yeah, and I remember going as a kid and always wanting persimmons. Yes, because um, <laughs> <laughs> I love persimmons. I think they taste like brown sugar, mm. um, which was super delicious when I was a kid. The little jelly the little yes thing. yes oh, yes yes those yes things. those are so good did you yeah. ever freeze them i never you gotta freeze that. them you're talking about the thing they sell in the big tub yeah it's like a big bag mm. and, and no, sometimes like, it has yeah, a piece of lychee inside of it sometimes yeah, sometimes. yeah, yeah, yeah. i always just got like the tiny little tiny ones, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 they're like little jello shots without the alcohol yeah 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 yeah, yeah just yeah, actual yeah. jello shots yeah <laughs> they totally did sell those in a bucket though because i'd keep my quarters in those and like coins i feel like it was always in a bag i got like the big plastic jug with the handle Dude, that's also you a lot. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Where, where did you go growing up, Mike? We went to, so we lived in Little Saigon. So Little Saigon has like 100 fucking um, Vietnamese markets. The In California, the big one, 
I don't know if they have it here. 99 Ranch. Okay. You guys have that? I've heard of it. 99 Ranch is like the big... It's it's not Vietnamese, though. It's a Chinese market. So it's like a huge Chinese market. Um, then we had a lot of <laughs> grocery stores. I remember one we used to, used to go to called ABC Market. We used to go there and it got shut down for unsanitary conditions. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know it was good. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was gross. But uh, but we would go to a place like that. Um, I'm actually, so after this, I'm going to go. I don't know the name of it. There, there, it's hard to get Vietnamese food uh, in New York because there's not a lot of Vietnamese people. Mm-hmm. And there's one. There's something I, I get. It's called Jalua, which is, I don't know. How to, it's like, it's Vietnamese ham. It's like Vietnamese bologna. It's okay. almost like, it's like a processed meat. Um, but we eat it by the pound and so it's really hard to get and so I have to go to Chinatown and find this one I have to listen I have to find <laughs> Vietnamese people oh my god and then like and as soon as I hear yeah, and, and, I, and I just like stalk them yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like a like a Native American Wait, like stalking those, uh, a buffalo Chinese people <laughs> selling the bags you know you go into a secret oh basement yeah, yeah and I'm just like just like just like you know just like as soon as I find out where they are then I spring into action yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. buy like a bunch of them divining yeah. rod or something yeah, yeah it really is and as soon as I find it then I'm like trying to buy all the different Vietnamese things like I need you know, pho noodles or or boon noodles or whatever yeah. it is. So, um, yeah, we we would go to <laughs> we go to places like this. I didn't know about pocky for men. Is that real? Is real? Oh yeah, that's I didn't real. know about that either. I've seen it. Japan I has like the weird. They have the weird Kit Kat flavors and they have weird pocky flavors. Po- but they always have men. like. It's just because because a manly package. It's because but it's why dark it's too chocolate? What yeah. man? What no, man is like all dark chocolate? <laughs> no, it's the my huge bitter. penis can't stand this pocky. <laughs> I need some man pocky. It's real thick. I have no idea. Do you know why? It's I think it's because it's dark chocolate, so it's more bitter. Than oh, girls like sweet drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but hold on here. But I, I don't know if this is true. My, I always thought that women liked dark chocolate. Darker chocolate. I didn't associate a gender with it. I didn't even know those was a stereotype. Because like women like yeah, chocolate, choc- really be chocolate. Oh, so it would be. It's like the most. Cho- it's a chocolate. I like the milky chocolate. I, I want. I would, is there chocolate for babies? I want chocolate for babies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's delicious. Pocky yeah. for babies. Um, I always. I feel like uh, whenever I go to like Sunrise Mart or something, and uh, I see people shopping, I can tell like what stage of life they're at. Uh, <laughs> right? Because I remember. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Because I can tell if somebody's single or not. Because if I see like a dude buying like. The the, the, cur- the curry pack or not the microwave n- rice microwave rice oh. uh, not natto uh, tofu <laughs> and uh, fucking um, what's what's the called katsuobushi or how do you say that in English uh, bonito flakes yeah right if I see that. I just know you're single and you're living alone and you don't know how to fucking cook because those are all things you just like put on top of each other and you can just eat it <laughs> oh, I immediately. See. Except yeah. that's what I get. I get that too. <laughs> I get that too. And I'm a like, lonely man. But it's mostly because like I don't want to cook when I get home from work. Mm. So that's I, I feel. Uh, chefs get this asked all the time. So you, when you guys go home, do you guys not make anything fancy? You just make whatever. Well, so what I do <laughs> is I open up the fridge. Yeah. And then I open up that little deli container in your fridge, the little dairy drawer. Yep. And I got turkey and I got American cheese in there. <laughs> so I like to bust that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fridge door's still open. And I put some... Um, mustard on it and some Thousand Island dressing. And if I have it and if I'm fancy, I grab a thing of romaine and I roll that up and I just pop that back. Hold on, that hold on. You, are you doing this? Are you doing this without taking it out of the drawer? <laughs> or are you yeah, taking the it drawer's all open. And are you just like putting it all in there <laughs> and stirring it? I feel that's a no, restaurant right there. No, I just, stir, I, just, I just roll it up. <laughs> like a J. They have that at PF Chang's. Have you guys been there? <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you bite it and. That's it. I Damn. feel like people call those roll-ups. Yeah. <laughs> I can um, tell when uh, somebody's yeah, life's falling apart. No, that's the way to go. It's like quick protein. 
Yeah. Quick really protein, yeah. little cheese. That's true. You're oh, cooling yeah. off because the door's open. You know, yeah. you're yeah. you're hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're already there. Why yeah. not? That's great. And that's occasionally, if I'm feeling like really ambitious, I'll have a day where I make a bunch of dumplings and freeze them. Okay. And that then I good. just pull those out. Yeah, that's what chefs do that's too. That's what's up. I make like a big batch of like red sauce and put it into beautiful little individual containers oh. in my freezer, and then I pull it. and I've got a quick dinner. Oh, okay. Mm. So yeah, you gotta prep for like a month and freezer. then freeze it, <laughs> and then you date it, and then you know exactly when it's from. Wow. Go for See? the easy stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, guess, I guess it's like asking a comedian if you're funny at home. I don't know. <laughs> I'm funny at home. I'm funny at home, but too, only but to only to my only yeah, Gina, you, only Gina thinks I'm you funny. like switch your comedy to my cat. Yeah, yeah my <laughs> to my cat. Yeah. She's like watching you like cook in the fridge, <laughs> <laughs> just, just shaking her head, just like this yeah. poor lady. My cat's 25 pounds and he rolls up and he's like turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here! Get you can't have the sodium. You're is huge. There, um, <laughs> is there a Vietnamese like snack that I don't know about that I should know about? Mm. Uh, that Jello is uh, the Jello thing. thing. We'll eat it. We'll eat it all the time. I mean, like it is the go-to thing. You can put it on. Um, you don't normally eat it with pho. I will, but yeah. like you, you can. You could cut it up at any time. It's ready to go. It's already cooked. Yeah. Uh, it's probably super bad for you. I've never even looked into it's it. It's like spam. It's really like spam. But we eat, we eat a lot of it. So wow. like we, you know, you can put it into a sandwich. You can put on rice. You can um, you can just straight up eat it. I mean, there's plenty of times where I'll just slice it right into it and start eating. Oh, sometimes I'll just grab the whole thing. I just eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, is there other Vietnamese uh, Other like snacks, like chocolates or cookies or anything like that? We have... French okay. influence shit. We have... We have... Our desserts are called jav. Which is that's it's a category of food, so it's like a, a lot of jellies. Okay. Um, I don't know how to describe it. It's one of those things. I'm surprised that white people haven't found out about it yet. I think it's too <laughs> weird looking. It's a. It's, what what it's color a, is it? It's all colors. <laughs> it's every color you want it to be. Like there's all wow. these different things. There's like grass jelly kind. It's the closest. It would be like if you took the boba out of boba. Yeah. And just put coconut milk and like some. Uh, f- fermented soy on top and yeah. just ate that. Is it kind of like kohi jelly? Oh, maybe. It's, it's like, real. It's like, je- it's like jello, you said. It's like jello. It's like there's grass. Je- there's all these but different there's, kinds. There's ferment- fermented shit on it? I mean, you could put anything you want. It's like any kind of sweet thing. It's like a jelly. And you I make feel it like it's more thing. like onion tofu. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, can put yeah. whatever you want on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a very Vietnamese thing, um, which hasn't like crossed over yet. I haven't even seen yeah. anyone. But when that day comes, mm. that's the day you die. That's the day <laughs> the podcast ends. No. Maybe you should start that business. Oh man, I hey, man, need just have a little stand. Yeah, I, J- need, J- I need J- a, stand. I need a chef Fumi. You know, <laughs> another version. This is comedy Fumi. So I can keep you. I can keep you entertained. Yeah, you know? for sure. But uh, yep, there you have it, guys. Chefs eat from fridges. <laughs> and, uh, that's just <laughs> and there's pocky, pocky, pocky for, for men. For the, for I wanted some alt right pocky. That is alt right pocky, dude. That's so <laughs> really fucked up. Is. Don't buy men's pocky, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> And we are back with our guests Elena Yamamoto and Yao Pete, formerly from Karasu, soon to be from not furries, but furries. Furies. Furies. furries. furries. You just furies. love furries, don't you, Fumi? Just love it. This is three hundred different podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Furries. Guys, horses aren't furies. that bad. Okay? They're actually really hot. They're very, they very got six beautiful. Pack. They're yeah. the hottest animals. They got six pack, dude. <laughs> oh, no. Is that the game? What's the hottest animal? What's the hottest animal? No, this uh, game is actually no. called... Uh, this this game thing? is actually... Um, so we call our listeners anals, Asian, not Asian listeners. Okay? That's <laughs> we didn't come up with the name. Don't look at us. Yeah, yeah. Don't look at us like that. <laughs> Fans came up with the name. And anals love this segment. It's called Asian Yelpers. Okay? Yay. Now, before I start this game, when you, can you A, explain what it is? Asian Yelpers uh, is based around the idea that Asian people are the uh, most cruel reviewers yes. of food yes. on 
Yep, and, and reviewers of anything. So, yeah. you know, we'll we'll go and see what Asian people have to say about the Brooklyn Bridge. Right, right, uh, right. Apparently bad for jogging. Right. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's stuff, it's stuff like that. Yes. And we'll find reviews. So yes. we found some reviews. Because they always call out the weirdest shit. But before I start, I just want to ask you, like, very quickly, uh-huh. like, did you guys have, like, what do chefs think about Yelp? Is it bullshit? Do you read it? Are you sensitive to it? Um, I feel like it's gotten less important. I feel yeah. like it was really important to my chefs like seven years ago. Yeah. And everyone's just completely given. I don't. I just them. try not to look. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, don't, I don't know. It's you only get really good and really bad reviews yeah, on Yelp. Yeah, there's not yeah. really like there's not and like there's, a there's nothing like constructive from it. Yeah, like mm. it's not like I'm gonna like really learn that much. It's usually just like someone just doesn't like it, and like you're allowed not to like my food. That's fine. It's just like a personal mm. taste right. Thing. I'd rather go on like Eater, Grub Street, Time Out, anything. Have a, yeah, you don't you don't need like a rundown of like that person's dining experience. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's okay, good. fair. Because you know, a lot of comedians, if you if you have a TV set, like people, pe- YouTube commenters are the worst. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're like, this guy's not funny. YouTube well, yeah, commenters said nasty stuff about us. <laughs> really? Well, oh, they on Vice. Said, they said a lot of nice things too. You're yeah. so positive. You are abused by your chef, and he's like, well, I learned a lot of this restaurant. Some of our some of our like commenters like say like came in and like swooped in and defended us from other. It was like watching a comment battle happen oh, below cool. our video. That's what we want too. Yeah. 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 We reached cinnamon roll status, which made me really. You're happy. the cinnamon roll. You are the I don't cinnamon know what that roll. You are the cinnamon roll. All right, so all you costs. reached yeah, protected all costs so after your uh, Tokatsu video. <laughs> so you're the Bob Ross of chefs. <laughs> <laughs> that was an actual. That was so great. Some little delicious little mayonnaise here. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna know about that. Okay. So this game, I, I was inspired by um, a Vice series you guys were on called The Chef's Night Out, where they film you guys. Um, the you know they sh- they film chefs going out after the restaurant closes and seeing like where do you guys go, what kind of food chefs actually like, and you guys went to this ba- bar called Malaco, mm-hmm. right? Uh, is that like a neighborhood bar you guys go to? Yeah. Do you guys still go to that a lot? No, no. well, because we're not really near it anymore. Mm, okay. It was it was close to work. Gotcha, so gotcha. It was almost but like on the way home bar. So it's it. like, oh, it's on the way home. Let's stop it. But, but you like it. You've had yes. some fond memories there. Yeah. It's dear to your heart. Uh, now let's see what these Asian people have to say about it. Oh my <laughs> God. Here we yes. go. Get ready. Here we go. Get ready, so cinnamon bun. <laughs> is cinnamon roll, actually? <laughs> <laughs> first uh, first Asian reviewer, uh, her name is uh, Jung In S. Uh, can you give me a beat? I'm going to read the stats, Mike. <laughs> 105 friends 167 reviews 479 photos she's an uh, Ooh, she's, wow. a, she's a she's an yelper and this is what she had to say about it okay she's been there eight times she's checked in eight times like an asshole okay here we go <laughs> Malaco, uh four stars nice am I pronouncing it correctly is it Malaco? yeah Malaco. Maloko is an unpretentious cozy bar in bed that has one of the best happy hour deals I've ever come across I mean five dollars for a good old fashioned you cannot go wrong maybe unless you don't want to, oh, maybe unless you don't go for the chicken liver uh, pate to snack on while you're drinking. I've come here. By the way, some, some of these Asian people are bad with grammar, so <laughs> I'm not being weird. It's just they don't know how to speak English, so it's, just, it's not me. I've come here many a time for the happy hour and a few times at later hours as well. Each time, the bartenders always made a good drink and the waitstaff, if at a table, generally gives good service. So, so far, so good. Not everything can be perfect, though. The fries came out less than crispy, and those froze, and and the froze is a lot more tart than I expected it to be. Also, how in the heck are you supposed to pronounce the name? Mo loco, mo laco, mo loco. That's part of a review. Any guesses? That's part of a review. (laughs) Any guesses? See what I mean about not constructive? (laughs) (laughs) Let's discuss. Let's discuss over some old fashioned. Four stars. 
because she didn't know how to pronounce a fucking name. That's you have also, four I stars, like lady. Also, I like a tart froze. Yeah, the froze. I don't want it too sweet. And the fries yeah. were not crispy. Maybe enough. she needs a froze for men. <laughs> hey! She's really dark. Hey, she's she's all right. She's uh she's not an ally. Damn. So that yeah. See, I feel like they knock off stars for like very personal things, like. Yeah. Right. That's what Asian helpers all about, yeah, baby. Like mm. at Karasu, I'm like, well, you know, it wasn't a full Japanese person in the kitchen, so that's fucked up. That's stars. fucked up. That's fucked up. <laughs> Did they see you and do that? What, That'd they, be they really analyzed your yeah. genetical makeup. <laughs> I feel like there was one where there was like, "Where's the old master in the kitchen? I only see two hipsters." Oh, mm, that's two, like back two hipsters. Two hipsters is one old master. Yeah, 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 yeah. Teamwork. Yeah, yeah. I never knew how to pronounce. I wish chefs could respond. We don't either. No, she knows. <laughs> I mean, you can. There's respond, the American way. I've never yeah. seen it go well. Yeah, oh my no. gosh, are you guys hurt by this review? It's your, it's your dear, dear bar. No, it's Yelp. It's Yelp. Wow. Ooh. I See, mean, it's Yelp. it was still four stars, so that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, oh, okay. that's right. Hey, that's what I'll, four stars. I'll take it. That's eighty percent. It's because yeah. she didn't have the mac and cheese. She would have given. Yeah, four stars. I'm surprised oh. she didn't say anything about them being cash only. I feel like that's been my only hang up well, with that them. Brings me to the. But they have an ATM on the premise. Yes, that brings me to the next reviewer. She's her name is Ayumi S. You can tell. She's Asian because of her Asian features on her face. And she's <laughs> from <laughs> Pasadena, California. 4,117 friends. That's too what? many. You don't have that many 1,164 friends. reviews. This woman needs a, a, a job. What? Is, is, that that her jo- is that her job? Yeah, her job. She's not even like a mayor do you of get, Yelp. Do you get like paid from Yelp after a certain point? Like, Is it like YouTube no way. or something? No, that's why Asian Yelpers are intense because they, sh- they do this shit for free. They do, oh. this, <laughs> they do this for yeah. nothing. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> There's an opportunity cost Holy for this shit. that they are paying. Yeah. I don't think I've been to that many places. Oh my gosh. Right? Well, yeah, Ayumi here. Ayumi is here. 10 and years. And these are the only places she's, she's reviewing. She's been to more that she hasn't reviewed, oh right? So here we go. She, she left this review uh, September 14, 2018. Three stars. One check-in. That's not enough data points <laughs> to really know what's going on here. Cash only. Not a bad uh-huh. bar. Ordered. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. New Caledonian. Caledonian. Is that a thing? Is that a, is that it's a, a place. cocktail? Caledonia. I don't know. Okay. Ordered new Caledonian. <laughs> it's a place, though. Gin, honey, lime, grapefruit, prosecco, lavender, bitters, $13. This was the boyfriend's order, and he seemed to have enjoyed it. Wait, hold on. She's not reviewing her own okay, shit. Well, she's got to get to her own shit. Oh, okay. okay. She's putting her man first. I mean, that'd be pretty <laughs> intense. Because they eat men's pocky. <laughs> <laughs> My man enjoyed his man's yeah. pocky. Then he posted Why, on our men's. She left the review for her man. He posted, man. She posted on <laughs> our man's, men's rights. And then Who went gives a fuck about her boyfriend? <laughs> and then. <laughs> she didn't even taste it. She wasn't like, give me this. Yeah. yeah. He seemed to enjoy it. I'm going to start reviewing other people's meals. <laughs> the couple next to me seem to be having a fight. Three stars. Uh, okay, <laughs> then she goes on to say, I got the Lysholm's Vodage, Ron Blanco Velvet, uh, Green Tea Syrup Lime Aquavit, $13. Strong as fuck. Just dot, 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 strong. LOL. Just having a cute old time. <laughs> I did like how around the mirror, they put cash from all around the world on it. A good touch. She liked it. <laughs> she <stars>. liked it. <laughs> and, and she, she still three gave stars. three stars. Three stars. Wow. This is unexplainable. I don't know what's happening. What here. the fuck happened here? Just because she got too drunk? I strong think, it was, I think I, I, the only critique I see here is it's just too strong. But LOL strong. But I mean, you know, <laughs> I love LOL <laughs> strong. Yeah, LOL strong. <laughs> That's good. That's going to be the name of a cocktail. <laughs> yeah. Like, get your money's worth, right? More yeah. bang for your buck. I don't know. Are, what, what is the cocktail? Are the cocktails pretty good there? I you never know, get cocktails there. I is it a cocktail beer. or is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And then I lettuce cheese. A white wine, a white wine spritzer. Myself. Yeah. Or like wow. you get like a Simple. margarita there, Simple. or you get like a frosé. That's. I is this a, is this a dive bar? Is I've never been here. Is no, this a dive they, bar? they have a nice cocktail program. 
Oh, okay. I just don't order cocktails a lot in general. Yeah. They're expensive. They get you really fucked up. Yeah. They're super sweet usually. Yeah. I don't like them. Damn. Well, just make sure that these ladies don't go to your new restaurant because uh, they could be like, this is so delicious. Two stars. Two stars. (laughs) They'll stab you in the back. Yeah. Delicious. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was Asian Yelpers, everybody. Fantastic. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Again, our guest today was uh, Elena Yamamoto and Yael Check Pete. Uh, what do, you, do you guys have uh, anything you like to plug, anything you want our listeners to know about? Yeah, we've got an Instagram at Furies, NYC, F-U-R-Y, not the furry kind. <laughs> not furry. <laughs> Don't shame me. Uh, keep, <laughs> a, keep peeking at our Instagram for future upcoming events and eventually once we get our brick and mortar space. I'm so excited for that. Me Us too. too. <laughs> and do you guys have any <laughs> events coming up? Any any like pop up things they could check out? Um, we have a dinner coming up at Brooklyn Cura in Industry City on the thirty first. Tickets are not live yet, but is that open to the public? Open to the public. Ooh, I might go to that. Yeah, keep an eye out for Cura's page and our page for information about ticket sales. There's um, a dinner and a cocktail hour. So and, and also a little preview. Point. We're going a little more Italian on this one in the hey. Japanese. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Grandmother style. Mm-hmm. Grandfather oh, yeah. style. Grandfather yeah. style. Delicious. <laughs> Branching out. Uh, also, you can follow us on Instagram at Asian, not Asian pod. And you can also find me on there at the Fumi Abe. That's T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. And you can find me on Instagram at nice pants, bro. And don't forget <laughs> to leave us a review uh, on the Apple Podcast app and uh, check out our Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian pod. And please come to our uh, next Hack City show. Uh, that's the live comedy show that Mike and I do together. It's like half podcast, half comedy show. Our next one is July 17th. Hit him with the other one too, just yeah. in case. July 17th, 8 p.m., uh, Canal Street Market. And then the, the one after that is uh, August 14th, same time, same place. We got a pretty good lineup this month. I don't know if I'm allowed to say because sometimes famous people cancel, but uh, oh, yeah. it's, it's pretty stacked. It's, it's it's pretty stacked so if you know what I mean. And even if you even if not, we you Fumi and I we'll be there. We'll be there. I got new I got new shoes I want to show off to everybody. Oh yeah, <laughs> they, I will say they are yeah. good shoes. They are good shoes. These are good Mike, shoes. The, the first shoes you have approved that I've ever bought, and we've known each other for like five years. We should have a whole episode, honestly, about these shoes these because shoes. I be, just because of your growth as a person yeah. related to these shoes. <laughs> I have an entire thesis about I it. I didn't deserve these shoes until recently. You didn't you know? deserve it. You know what? The, they have an old saying in Vietnam: when the shoe, when the man is ready, the shoes will appear. <laughs> Hashtag Jordans. <laughs> Hashtag Jordans. <laughs> uh, okay, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for listening, uh, and tune in next week for another episode. Bye. Bye. This episode of Asian Not Asian is presented in partnership with Listening Party. Follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market.